And welcome to Civil Discourse. I'm Jamie Wojciechowski. And I'm Marilyn Brown. And today we are talking about how to prepare, how to mindfully prepare, um, and the importance of mindfully preparing for disasters and emergencies. Um, so I think there's it's pretty obvious why I'm bringing this up now and kind of talking about it because like, there's been so many different um, weather emergencies and, and disasters, um, climate-related disasters that, that people are experiencing. And it's something that, for me, moving to Southern California, I remember I moved here my first year and it was a really big fire season up in San Diego. It was like 2007. Um, and there were some major, major fires up in San Diego at that time. And coming from the Midwest, it wasn't really something that I prepared for, or really thought about um, in the home. You know, I remember tornado drills and things like that as a kid at school, but it wasn't really something that we really thought about at home. And so moving um, here during that year, it was something that was really, really um huge for me just to kind of see what could happen and, and living downtown at the time where people were um, had lost their homes and were just kind of roaming around downtown San Diego because they had to evacuate and their houses were gone. And so um, it's something that we're, we're in the midst of dealing with. And I think that like a lot of things, I tend to avoid things that are uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable thinking about that. And so I wanted to start off by just kind of checking in with you of, of have you prepared or do you prepare kind of what, where, where are you at with, with, disaster preparation for yourself um yeah i don't really have like a always prepared kit or anything like that i i think it's just important to make sure you're plugged into what's going on mm -hmm. so uh, on my phone on my computer or my email i'm i think it's on my calendar too are all uh, the emergency settings so that mm -hmm. you're aware of w when things are happening. Um, yeah. So, because yeah. I think a lot, I mean, sometimes things just, just happen out of the blue and you're, you're taken by surprise and there's nothing you can do about that. But a lot of the time there is, you are given enough warning that if you can stay mindful and you take it seriously and you do your research, you have, enough time to really prepare for what's coming. Um, but it, the first step is kind of the awareness and making sure you're plugged in to those things. Cause I know people who with, with the hurricanes that just happened until they were happening, they didn't even know they were coming. Like they were just not plugged in to, yeah. they don't watch the news. They don't do a lot of social media. They don't, do mm -hmm. anything that would allow them to have an understanding of kind of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's such an important point. I'm glad that you bring that up first, that really just staying plugged in and having a way to, to keep access is important. You know, I think that, you know, with everything, everybody has kind of a different um, interest in watching news and things like that. And so, if, you know, you can't expect everybody to, um, you know, follow Twitter as, as um, actively as people. But I think just recognizing that making sure that you have a way of staying connected and knowing what's going on, even if it's just that you're checking, um, you know, that you're checking like your local um, 
local um, government's website regularly just to kind of see that there's not any alerts or things posted is very, very important. So I, I agree that because just that awareness, a lot of times just being aware, you do have time to, you know, to get things and to prepare to evacuate if you need to, things like that. And so we do have um, certain things where there's warning, you know, and so we're able to kind of see and can, and can make choices then. And I think, um, one thing I think about, though, for myself is is that there are times where we don't really know that something is going to be coming. You know, I know like with the fires that are going on right now up in up in North up in NorCal, um, they are sparking so quickly in different areas and changing direction so quickly that people aren't really realizing that they're in um, in the line of fire, and then it's happening so fast that they're just able to get out with the clothes on their back. Um, maybe be able to put some things in a car. Um, one thing that I, I recently, um, last year I started volunteering, I, I joined the Medical Reserve Corps, um, which is a corps of volunteers through the government that if there's disasters um, in the area, they're sent out. And so there's doctors and nurses um, and also counselors and therapists, which is how I'm affiliated with it. Um, and so it was interesting because one of the first things that they actually teach us in our training is how to prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really, you know, again, it's something that I've kind of avoided and, and not been as mindful about as I would like to be, but kind of like thought about like, I'll, I'll see something on the news and I'll be like, Oh, I need to get a kit, you know, but then I won't actually kind of move forward and do it. And so when we, um, when we had our training, one of the first, one of the first trainings and orientations that we go to is how to prepare yourself and your family and recognizing that everybody has to take care of themselves first and first responders have to make sure that they're safe to be able to take care of everybody else. Um, and so one of the things that they went through with us was just going and preparing a basic, um, a basic kit for yourself, a basic survival kit, like a three day kit with food and water for three days. Um, if you have a pet, water and food for your pet for three days. Um, The recommendation is like one gallon of water per day per person in the home and um, preparing something like that. And, you know, again, there are times where you may not even be able to get to that and, and get that out. But also, you know, it is something that, you know, being able to, to be mindful and do what we can um, to prepare ourselves so that if something does happen that we at least are able to, you know, have the kind of peace of mind of knowing like, okay, at least I have water for a couple of days if I don't have access. Cause I think right now we're seeing just so many different opportunities where people just, it's, 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 it's happening so much that I think again, for me, it's, it's becoming more and more, I'm becoming more aware that I really need to that being mindful of it is actually taking more action for myself rather than just kind of like thinking about it and then letting it slip my mind. Um, and so a few months back, I actually intentionally did build a preparation kit for myself and it's really small. It's very, very simple. Um, and you know, it's, but it's something that's giving me a little bit of, okay, well at least I've, you know, I can kind of check something on off the list that I've done for myself of being aware. Right. Yeah. Uh, two two things uh one quickly going back about the being plugged in um Mm -hmm. just uh recommendation is i that's also not that doesn't mean you have to frantically search the internet every day for the news and and be paranoid there are services 
uh, I think Google uh, Emergent. I, I don't know exactly what it's called, but I know Google has a service that you can sign up for that if anything's within an area that you can designate that they will email you, they will alert you. So it's coming and you'll get live alerts as well for when mm-hmm. things are happening. Um, so yeah. there are services out there that you can sign up for that will alert you as opposed to you having to feel like you always have to be checking and on top of everything because our lives get busy and it, it yeah. it's hard to, to do that and it becomes overwhelming when you try. And the yeah, sure. second thing, um, what, what you've been saying brought up is for people who are in um, high risk uh, emergency areas, if whether that be for fires or for earthquakes or for tornadoes or for um, re- really anything. Uh, I think being mindful, and and it goes. I think it's it's a little more subtle than that. It's just I think you can avoid a lot of the the stress and the chaos and the the fear that happens because what a lot of people don't do is they're not prepared. And then when it happens, you have everybody rushing to trying to get things. And you see it on the TV of places running out of water and and all this stuff. And if you did have a preparation all year round, you're avoiding all that stress and you can focus on other things, making sure your family is safe, making sure you know where you're going, all these things that aren't part of you just having to worry about are my basic needs now met and that's what I have to fight for yeah yeah and no, I think those are those are really really good points and I think that um having that just being 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 prepared to have that peace of mind and so I think for myself yeah it's just helpful knowing okay I have that there I also have something small that I keep in my car I keep a gallon of water in my car it's not a ton of water but it's something that you know I'm at the point where it's like okay I know if I'm you know, stranded somewhere, I'm prepared. And so then I'm not having to worry about those basic needs. Um, right. And I do like that you brought up the alerts, because I think that's super important. It's not about being paranoid and, and, you know, focusing on it and checking on it all the time. But it's just about being being accessible and making sure that you're accessible and, and have yourself available um, to be alerted. So yeah. Um, so talking about being prepared, I think one thing that's important to be mindful of aware of as well, which you brought up a little bit, is what's what 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 the likelihood is of something in your area. So knowing if you're in um, a high risk area for fires, or if you're in an area that um, that gets a lot of hurricanes, and kind of being aware of that and knowing, because I know a lot of times people aren't really um, plugged in into their community to kind of know what to expect. So if you've moved to a new area or something, it can be helpful just to connect with um, with the local people in that area to know what, what types of things are actually important to prepare for. Yeah, and what yeah. your your resources are. Um, it's interesting. I was up at a Buddhist temple in Pine Mountain. Um, and as I was driving there, uh, you could see a lot of the forest area had been burned at, at some point and it's it's you can't really tell when in those areas because mm-hmm. it, it's so dry that i mean something a fire that happened 10 years ago looks super fresh because it just mm-hmm. things don't really grow back and right. i was walking around with one of the, the monks and was kind of asking about the fires because the fires were happening and and she had such a great rundown of of how it all worked 
um, mm. and kind of, and not only just where the, the firefighters are and where all this stuff is, but also her role in mm. helping prevent it. She was telling me about how they have gardens and they, uh, they, they place the gardens in specific places so that they're low risk of starting a fire and that the, the buildings where people live, there's a certain amount of water resources that, that would make it hard for fires to start there. So it's, mm. I, I think, I think it's, it's two things. It's important about knowing when, how to protect yourself, but also knowing your role in helping when an emergency situation happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very, very important point. Um, and that's one thing that we've seen a lot in during these disasters is, is seeing how many people really are helping each other and really mobilizing to help people with boats going out during the hurricanes and mobilizing to help. And I think, um, I think that helps in, in the, the, the obvious and direct way that it's helping people. But I also think it helps manage those that are in the midst of the crisis themselves. You know, being mm-hmm. able to be of service is very, very important and can kind of help us to to manage ourselves and, and give us kind of a mission and something that that's important. Because a lot of times, I mean, these are people who have lost their homes and, and rather than kind of sit and focus on all the things they've lost, they're helping other people. And, and I think that can really, really make a difference. Um with how just to manage through a crisis. Um, one other thing about um, about just knowing and, and, you know, I think on a different level thinking about, and this isn't something that people personally um, have a lot of stake in necessarily, but I think it's something that just think about kind of on a bigger scale that, you know, um, how they built the, the gardens in that area and the water access to the buildings and things like that is so important, knowing that you're in a very dry area where these fires are already prone and how to prepare for that. And I think that that's something that's important, um, like city and kind of government planning wise, thinking about like, what is this area? What, what materials do we need to be using um, and having, you know, standards around that that are actually going to be more um conducive to that environment and, and managing mm-hmm. it if something does happen. And I don't know, you know, that, that that's something people can individually really do a lot about, but I think just kind of being aware of, of what your um, city and, and, and state standards are and, and kind of what, what things they, they look at it as far as um, disaster planning can be important as well. Yeah. And, and what's lacking in it, it as well, because I think a lot of the things uh, the the monk was telling me were not necessarily things that they're required to do. They were yeah. half things that they're required to do. And then half things that were extra measures that they just learned themselves from mm-hmm. talking to people about. And I think the best way to do it is yeah, you can read all about things online, but also there's lots of different trainings that, that are free. Um, I mean, I think she learned just from talking and going into the nearby fire station and just asking mm-hmm. questions and, and mm-hmm. talking about safety. And then you also build a relationship with the, the people who are going to be there if there is an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a great point. So actually getting connected and being able to talk to um, to the providers in the area, to the firefighters, and actually learn about it and find out what you can do on your own to 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 help and to to make things a little bit safer in your area. Yeah, I love that, and I think that's something that comes with 
mindfulness, you know, comes with that. This is, you know, this was a monk that you were talking to and being able to have that, that, that recognition of being mindful to know that it's not just about what am I required to do, but also what's really going to be helpful. What's actually going to make a difference. Right. And yeah. there's also a, uh, I don't know what word I want to use, like a, um, hmm, like a, a soothing part of feeling and being prepared because mm-hmm. yeah it's not like to, to be mindful you don't want to go through your life scared that that there could be an emergency or disaster at any time but there is kind of a well what if something happened if you're not prepared where if you're you're prepared there's there's a, a calmness or like you've a, 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 I still don't know the, the word I'm, I'm looking for but I, I think yeah, yeah you're just there's a reassurance in in yourself that that there's a level of preparedness so you mm-hmm. can kind of separate yourself from the the worry as much as if you never think about it and then all of a sudden there's uh, I mean I see it all the time with the the fires happening all around Los Angeles recently is there's kind of two reactions there's the reactions from the people who I know are very prepared and those tend to be very mindful very informed kind of reactions and then i see a lot of people just panicking and those are the people who have never thought about it don't know where they would go they don't have any kind of preparation they they have no plan if something were to happen and i think it's 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 hard for a lot of people to take that step for for many reasons but i think one is the fear of it i know a lot of people who just get very anxious at the thought of being involved in in a natural disaster or any kind of emergency like that. So it it is very emotionally draining to even learn about it or prepare. Um, right. But I, I think it's also important. I mean, there's there's places you can go to get to get help um, if if you are feeling a lot of anxiety around it. People that can help you prepare and, and make you feel more comfortable and less anxious about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. I think that a lot of it for people is that it, it's it's just so terrifying to think about that you would just rather not. It's just it, it, there's so many other things that that are pressing that are that are you know day to day need your attention, and so to put your attention towards something that's t- absolutely terrifying you don't want to happen, but to actually have to not just put your attention to it, but go and prepare and purchase things and organize and, and, you know, make a plan, make a family plan, whatever that looks like is definitely um, something that I think a lot of people avoid. And so you're right, there's kind of one of two reactions. And I think there's even an extreme reaction for people who have, like you said, made it where their entire life is, is around being afraid that something might happen. You know, and I think that that's not we're not recommending complete avoidance. And we're and I'm definitely not recommending that you build your entire life around worrying about something happening. Um, but I do think that, you know, that that mindfulness of being able to prepare and just kind of know, OK, I've, I've thought about this. I've talked to my family. That's something that's really important as well. You know, if you live with people, if you have family members um, discussing a plan, if something happens of where you guys can meet a family evacuation plan for your house. Um, a place close by to the home where you can meet up, things like that. Um, again, just to give you some peace of mind. You know, I think that it, it's it's so uncomfortable to approach these things 
But once you've done it and you've kind of done that work of actually thinking about it, I think that reassurance is definitely comforting and, and helpful. You know, and it's also something that you have to stay mindful about, you know, so it's not really effective to like prepare and then completely forget about it. Um, you know, for two years, you have to prepare and then go back and rotate things. And so I think with that, it, it keeps you aware, it keeps you mindful mm-hmm. and kind of checking in um, with the process. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I, th- I think this is obvious, but I think subconsciously, uh, people, a lot of people don't believe this is just because you're prepared doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I think a lot of people feel that way. There's this idea that, well, if I ignore it and, and don't think about it, then it's not real. Um, but if I if I prepare and I put actions towards it, then it's a real possibility. And I I, I think that, yeah, I don't know if I have advice on how to get over that, but I think that's kind of a reaction I see from a lot of people is this idea that if it's not written down, it's not real type thing, which is something I I live by in like business and and, and doing (laughs) things that until I have it scheduled and it's there, it's not real. But I think that can transfer into other things. And I do know a lot of people who are kind of that, that have that reaction to things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, and it's interesting because I mean, I think there's different things. Like I think we have, we, that's definitely a, a very human reaction that we have to things. And, and, you know, kind of like that, that just, if it's not concrete, if it's not down then it's not happening. But I also think there are a lot of other things that we prepare for that don't often happen or we don't ever experience, but we've kind of just been trained to prepare for them, kind of gotten into the habit, been conditioned to prepare for them. And so I think like, this is something that we haven't really, we weren't really conditioned to prepare for very much. You know, this isn't something that like is one of those things that you just kind of go about doing in your life. And so I think that it is something that we can get more comfortable with, but we have to just kind of talk about it, um, check in with people. If you are very anxious about it, then, you know, I love the idea of going to a class in your community. Um, I see flyers for different places in LA where fire departments will put on trainings. Um, different areas will put on trainings of how to prepare for an emergency and what to do, how to build your kit. And so I think, um, seeking support around it, if it is something that really is bringing up a lot of anxiety to the point where you're completely avoiding it. Um, but if it's something, you know, that, 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 um, I do think that, I do think it's something to be, to be mindful of, you know, that, that, that it's important to be mindful of because things happen and, and they also don't, but when they do, we can, you know, if we're prepared, it's definitely going to, um, lead to a much more mindful response and being able to actually cope a lot more effectively. And so I think it's kind of one of those things to think, you know, discomfort right now but potentially you know peace of mind later right and i i just had a thought and i don't even know what what the the question is but for people who really don't have the the resources to prepare mm-hmm. in, in a way that they should. I mean, if we're talking about being able to really be prepared for a, a, a disaster, that's really a, a, a 
privilege that only certain people have. And I, I mean, do you have any advice for, for people who really just don't have the, the resources to be adequately prepared? You know, that is a, that's, that's a challenge. Um, it's definitely, that's definitely a challenge and I'm glad you bring it up. And I don't actually, um, have any specific resources on that, but I do, there's, um, on cdc.gov on the CDC website, there is, there's multiple different checklists to go through of how to prepare. And so they don't have, um, help preparing, but basically how to make a very, very basic, um, low cost kit. Actually, there's a, um, you know what somebody it's, is it, I, I get the two mixed up. I don't know if it's the 99 cent store or the dollar tree. I think it's, it's one of the two. We have both of them in LA, mm-hmm. so I, I get them mixed up, but one of, I think it's the 99 cents only store. They actually have a, um, a checklist and it's, I think it's a, I don't remember how much it is, but they actually have a checklist of items that you can buy there that are, you know, to prepare with flashlights, batteries, things like that. So it's, oh, wow. it's not free, uh, by any means, but there are, there are definitely ways to do it, um, for, you know, maybe the cost of a couple of, couple of uh, meals out you know but I I do um, you know I think for people who 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 need resources for that um, you know to help with that I really unfortunately can't think of anything specific but that you know that's a that's an option yeah because yeah the only thing I can really think of is just check in with uh, safe places that to go that are that are open to the public um and just kind of know uh, where they are um and i mean i think i think everyone should do that because no matter how prepared you are or how many resources you have i mean if something just happens i mean you could be a billionaire but that money may mean nothing in in the situation so just knowing where to go um is is important. I, I don't think you can rely on uh, your money or your influence or whatever you think it is in every situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, we're seeing that we're seeing that right now with, with what happened in Puerto Rico. I mean, people couldn't, can't get cash. People can't get any of their, of their resources. So yeah, I think that's important that just being aware of where the shelters are, what, you know, what resources the government has available to you and in your area, because we really, you know, we, it's, it's a very humbling thing, you know, disaster. It's one of those things that can kind of really level, um, you know, the, the kind of that privilege gap pretty quickly with, with people and having nothing and not having resources or access to water and, and, and food. And so, you know, yeah, I think that's definitely an important point. So I'm trying to think of some some last points. I think really just um, I want everybody to just check in with themselves and with their family, with with your with your local community um, about preparation. So really just asking yourself, you know, have I thought about how to prepare for a disaster? Am I have I done any preparation? Is this something um, that I need to be thinking about and then checking in with your family, with the people, you know, your close friends, your, your close community and checking in with them and seeing if it's something that they've done, um, might be a fun thing to like get together with friends and 
make <laughs> make your kits together, you mm -hmm. know, or with neighbors or something like that, kind of making it a community effort. Because I do think that um, the scary things that we have to face, we're not we're not meant to face things alone. You know, we're 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 social creatures, and so we're very community oriented. So I think realizing that this is something that we can. Um, we can we can connect with with our community and get some support around it right and i think with mindfulness practice too i think it's it's important to really stay as mindful as possible while you're in the middle of the disaster because i think i mean it can just be overwhelming and there can be a lot of panic and and depression and and fear and and anger and all these very intense emotions. And I think just being able to hold on to as much mindfulness as you can will really help you just get through it in, in, a, in a healthier way. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very important. So I guess I think I already said the homework which is basically just that i want people to to check in with themselves and and with their community if you feel comfortable sharing whether you're prepared or if you thought about it if if this um if this video has 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 changed your mind in any way or brought up some things that maybe you didn't think about i just kind of want to hear um where people are at with this in their own lives awesome and you can do that on our facebook group at mindfulness in action civil discourse Awesome. Okay. Have a great week.